0: Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the My Hero Academia podcast. <laughs> I stole that joke from the One Piece podcast, so please don't sue me. Er, Ash, do you remember who made that joke?
1: I don't, I think it was maybe the dude, but... I can't remember off the top of my head.
0: So I think I might have stolen it from Alex on the One Piece podcast. You, know, you could follow him at dude exclamation. He is much, much funnier than I am. I think it was him. If it wasn't him, tweet at me. It might have been Joey Wiser Or it was Steve Yurko. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a good joke. And today we have on special guest Ash. Say hello. Hey.
1: Hey everyone, it's good to be back for another episode.
0: Woo! And uh, Sophie is busy today. She's got life ha- life's happening. <laughs> and today we'll be covering episode 63 and chapter 200. Get hype. We'll jump right into the news segment.
2: This
0: is my hero Academia. As you've probably seen, the My Hero Academia Two Heroes movie is out. So October second is gonna be the last day. And it's already broken some record or not really or almost broken some records. It's the third highest gross filming license by Funimation and it's earned an impressive two point fifty seven million at domestic box offices since the screening began on September twenty fifth, which is really impressive.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like when I remember when we went for uh... One Piece film gold when it came out to theaters here. I think there was only like one or two showings that actually happened and, you know, like there was barely anyone in the theaters yeah. and My Hero Academia just seems to be like selling out everywhere. and They've had to add extra screenings and everything. So it seems to be really ramping up in popularity quite quickly.
0: Yeah, so I'm hoping, like, maybe the next One Piece movie, there'll be a lot more showings. Realize, <laughs> I'm like, hoping so. There were, like, two showings, and I went to both of them. I, I know, Ash, you're going to see it tonight. Are you seeing it dubbed or subbed?
1: Uh, No, subbed. was only had uh, one dubbed showing uh, this Saturday, and I got there about an hour early because I thought, okay, there's no way it'll be sold out. I should be fine, you know, getting there an hour so early. Nope, get there. It's completely sold out. And I was just like, oh, uh. man, all right. <laughs> I
0: bought mine, like, online, like, the day it was announced. I was like, I need these. Because I've yeah. seen it dubbed already, and I'm going to see it subbed tomorrow.
1: Oh, nice.
0: I'm excited. And in case people are curious, the top three for best-selling, like, animation license movies were Dragon Ball Z and Your Name. I'm surprised Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F, like, took down Your Name.
1: Yeah, no, that's kind of surprising. I thought it would be a little bit more niche than yeah. that, but I guess anime fans... Went anymore. out in droves to see that.
0: F just makes me think of like press F for respects, but I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Dragon Ball well enough to know this. Yeah. Um, what else is my news? Oh, there's a really cool Asui statue that came out. It's by uh, Takara Tomi and Belfine. It's around hundred and like twenty dollars mm. around that. So it's expensive, but it actually like looks really nice.
1: Yeah, like, it was- no, it's a really gorgeous statue. If I had the money, I'd probably would try and splurge on it, but Same. unfortunately, being an anime weeb is an expensive hobby.
2: Yeah, I got, like,
0: pick and choose, and I'm like, if it's over $100, I'm like, do I need this? I also, like, don't have room for it. Yeah. I had to, like, I had, like, I had to force, like, Fred had to, like, walk me away from, like, a chopper statue that was worth, like, $100, <laughs> and I was like, we need to leave immediately, <laughs> and, they took Visa, and I was like, oh, no, I will yeah, buy this. yeah. NYC New York Comic Con going on right now. Uh, there's a Viz Media panel October 4th, 12:15 uh, to 1:30. There's a Shonen Jump panel October 6th, and there's a Fun and Games Shonen Jump panel on October 6th as well. So if you go to that, they're giving out free posters for My Hero Academia. And also, as all and I think we mentioned it before, there's the All Might Rising manga. They can get digitally online. You just have to have a Viz account, which is free to get. Have you read the All Might Rising one yet, Ash?
1: No, I have. I downloaded it onto my Viz account, and I keep meaning to get to it, and I'll probably try to read it today before I go uh, see the movie, but I haven't read it just yet.
0: It's 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 pretty good. It's not, like, groundbreaking or anything, but yeah. it's still really good. Uh, and I think that's it for the news. Do you have any tidbits you saw along the week? <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I think the only thing is where I am right now, I think the My Hero movies actually you can have until the 4th to see it. Oh. So I think they have like one extra day because I know there's a today, tomorrow, and then on the 4th, I think the last day you can catch it here. So if anyone is in Alberta and you're still trying to catch the MHA movie, Thursday's your last day. So I'd say book it online just to make sure you get the <laughs> tickets and you don't show up there and it's all sold out. But uh, I think that's about it.
0: Nice. And, oh, I'll do like a quick, the uh, My Hero Academia movie is good. Like, it's not necessary viewing, but it's still like, it's a, it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you like, it doesn't have all of the students in it, but it has a major ones. Hopefully it won't go away too disappointed. But it's I, it's still like, it's a fun ride for sure. And it kind yeah. of ties into season four. Oh, I forgot to say, we got we got a season four. I, didn't, I don't think I said that. <laughs> Yay. I <Yeah>.
2: think
0: that's, <laughs> that's kind of important.
2: But, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But the thing is, we don't know when yet. I'll care when they say when.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be at least, I think, best guess is about at least six months to kind of get everyone get settled down before we get into the excitement again, but uh yep. shouldn't be too long of a wait, hopefully.
0: I'm thinking probably summer or fall of 2019.
1: Yeah. yeah, that probably sounds about right.
0: Probably. And now let's move on to the next segment, The anime. The- and it's going to be episode 63, Unrivaled. It's the finale of the third season, and it co- it adapts chapters 123 and 124 of the manga. It actually, 124, it ends, like, on the dot. So if you want to jump to the manga, you could actually just read, like, 125, and it's just, like, seamless, which is nice. See, it's the big three, <laughs> the ones closest to the pros. And it just makes me wonder, like, how is that measured, really, like, and
1: are they well-known? Yeah. i assume they would be, like, if they're... Like, UA is already, like, the most notable school in the country. So I feel like if they are, like, you know, the big three in the school, like, there's probably all these agencies outside, like, taking notice of them, trying to get them, to like, you know, join them eventually once they uh, leave the school and then go pro, like, professionally. hmm
0: But, like, the thing is, is that, like, Deku only recognized Miro as, like, the guy who... Like, lost his pants, basically. Yeah. But yeah. I guess, like, when he doesn't know about his internship and that stuff, and that's when the pros might have noticed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Kaminari and Mineta both notice how pretty Neiji is, but Mineta says something like "Super so He's like, Target acquired. And yeah. it's like, what
2: does that mean?
1: I don't know. Like, the anime, is it just me, or is it, like, the increase, the bus size of, like, all the girls... In the anime, because it seems yeah. like she wasn't as busty. Like in the manga and the anime, it's like she went up a few sizes.
0: Yeah, just like why? And, okay, uh, that's, uh, I want to get my Minetta thing out of the way. Is that like I think Minetta <laughs> would be a fine character if he was allowed to be a character. Instead, he's just usually demoted to freaks yeah. out at boobs, and that's not. It's not. That's not a personality trait. This is like.
2: Yeah.
0: He's worse than Sanji. Like, at least Sanji can do things uh, I know, I know you just read a whole article about
1: this, so I'm sorry to give you more flashbacks on no, That's alright, no, like, I'm, I'm about to post, like, a huge thread about this tonight, so I'll get my Sanji rant out then, but. Yeah. Like, I know Hori Koshi, like, mentioned, I think it was an interview, like, I don't know how long ago, that Mineta is basically, like, his inner pervert brought to life in the manga. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if that was something necessary to include, like, in the series? Yeah. Because, like, oh, Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, I'm just like... You know, when we see the hero exams, like, okay, Shinso couldn't get into, like, the uh, Class A Heroes exam. Because, you know, he couldn't fight the giant robots with his powers. But Mineta was somehow able to make it in, like, by throwing grape balls at the robots.
0: Yeah, like, he stuck but, them against walls and stuff.
1: Yeah, but, but still, it still just seems really yeah. weird.
0: I think so. Mineta would be fine, because he's a coward. He's like, he just wants yeah. to be, he wants to be a hero to be popular. Fine, that's relatable. He's like, he was always a weird kid in school. But okay, let me tell you this. All the guys out there, if you do not treat women as people, they will not like you. <laughs> Guaranteed. If you are a weird guy who goes and is like, oh my god, bazookas! Or, not bazookas, whatever you call them. Anytime <laughs> you see boobs, no girl will date you. Or maybe they will, that's, maybe that's an extreme, but. Just late, limit late our late. people, please. I'm on my knees.
1: <laughs> yeah. My one snide Sanji remark, and I'll stop after this, I swear. Unless you're a super pretty guy like Sanji, then you'll usually get away with it. One <laughs> snide remark, I'm done.
0: <laughs> yeah. And anyways, that that was my mean, that's a rant. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah. Don't tweet it. Don't, don't <laughs> at me. Uh and, uh okay, sorry. And then we have Deku realizing, oh, I he, I didn't recognize just his face. He was naked at the sports festival, and the others didn't rank well as well. And all three of them kind of fail at introducing themselves. And poor Amajiki is so shy. And I at like, being a pro hero, you have to have some charisma or, like, a little bit. But he's just, like, yeah. terrified. But also, like, I can... I relate to that a bit because like talking in front of a thing is scary, but uh, and his scary look—it made me think of Stain's bloodlust a little.
1: Yeah. Kind of no, I, I honestly relate to him the most because I'm exactly the same in front of like any huge crowds. Yeah. And this reminded me of the time like when my little brother was in—I uh, I think it was like grade two or three. I had to go into his class once because he was doing a presentation and all the kids in his class just looked at me and like the entire time they just kept staring at me because it seemed like I was intimidating them. So I'm just staring at the back of the class and it can feel like this nervous tension there and I'm just like alright I need to make myself look as like less, least intimidating as possible and it did not work. Aww. So I totally feel, totally feel him right now in this episode. I was just like oh, I relate so hard to that.
0: Yeah. Did you picture them with potato heads?
1: <laughs> I tried, but they were scaring me. Honestly, like, <laughs> every time they stared at me, I'm just like, all right, little kids already freak me out. Now they're staring <laughs> at me. I'm even more freaked out. Guys,
0: nice. uh, Because, like, potato heads are scary. Like, I, I don't know. I, I like potatoes. I would get too hungry if I imagined people as potatoes.
1: Just <laughs> start imagining them as, like, potato fries and, like, all different <laughs> potato dishes and just start.
0: Mashed potatoes. I could do a speech <laughs> to mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. And he just wants to go home. And I, I made a note, Abashiki is the black haired one. And, <laughs> and how do I, like, I keep switching between what I call her. Uh, she has blue hair, but I think like, I thought it was like purplish or something. Like, I don't know. I got confused about what her hair color was. And yeah. she asks a lot of questions, but she doesn't wait for answers. And she's just like, are you sick? Or like, I'm trying to look cool. Like very rapid fire. And yeah. she asks, He asks Mineta about his ball hair, (laughs) and that's, like, the greatest day of Mineta's life. Oh, yeah. And she wants to know all about them. And Kavanari thinks she's an airhead, and Ashido goes as far as to say, like, she's, like, a kindergartner. And Mineta perves out a bit about his hairballs, and I think Ciro's the one who's like, that's not what she meant. And Tokoyami just has, like, the, like, death glare, or he's just, like, so ashamed of Mineta.
1: Yeah. All of us. Oh, uh, and like just love how Momo like giving that disgusting look behind him <laughs> when he's just like freaking out and doing whatever the hell he was doing in his chair.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, and then uh she asks like and then she asks Ojira if, if his tail can support his weight. And that's actually a good question. Like some of her questions besides like the blatantly obvious ones. Like she asked me Netta how he gets a haircut, and those are like actual yeah. questions. Like she's curious about them.
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone calls her an airhead and like things in the in the anime, but I feel like it's more like she has a bubbly personality mm. and we're supposed to get across as like, you know, she might ask a lot of questions, but they are like very uh what's the word for it? Like they're very uh like she's very observant, she's asking very mm. observant questions, like she's not just asking dumb questions for the sake of asking dumb questions.
0: She's gathering, like, information, like, I feel like...
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And people would tell her, like, unthinkingly, they would answer. She interrupts before they answer, but... Maybe, I don't... don't, It's, like, it's airheaded, but there's, like, a point to it, maybe. And I wish we saw more of her, even in the manga. But no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Eraserhead gets mad at the lack of rationality, and Aoyama photobombs in the corner, and it (laughs) is amazing. I think I shared that on Twitter, but it was amazing. And... Uh, Miro comes to save the day because everyone else has kind of trashed their introductions. And he's like, the future's going to be... <laughs> grim! And it's like, why, yeah. would, why would they answer Grim? I, I would be like, plus ultra? Like, I don't uh, know That's where. what I was
1: expecting him to say. And he just bursts up with Grim and I'm like, all right, guess dash I mean, their hopes now.
0: And he's like, oh, that was very good, so fight me. And it's like, <laughs> why?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and uh, Amashiki tells him off and he's like God oh, everyone that's ambitious like the kids might not be able to recover and Hado has already started playing with Ashido's horns and, she's, and Ashido's like please leave me alone <laughs> which is also like she should after she says that but oh,
2: whatever
1: yeah when she was doing that I was wondering like is Ashido actually like does it actually hurt her when her horns are played with or is like ticklish because it seemed like it was ticklish and she was trying not to laugh when she's like, getting just the horns like poked up and down
0: like, what sensations does she have from that? Yeah, and exactly. Hado mentions that a student got frustrated and quit being a hero, causing problems. And I, I took, uh, we'll talk about this more in the spoiler section, but remember that. Cause that might be important. Or it might not. Yeah. I honestly don't really know, cause I'm not <laughs> sure about a future character. I need to ask. And Tokiyami and Kirishima are like, don't underestimate us. And he asks who's first, goading them. He's trying, I think that's him kind of Trying to goad them to go one on one, cause now they're at the gym.
2: And
0: yeah. Deku's like, I'll go! And he does a Bakugo pose, cause remember, Be- Bakugo is his, like, victory, like, idealized victory, so he's, like, still taking yeah. his moveset. I just thought it was really cool. And look, I just love that they have, like, a close combat <laughs> squad. <laughs> <'Cause they're laughs> out. Uh, his clothes fall off, and Jiro screams, Bloody Murder. <laughs> And Deku can and will kick a naked man. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: but it goes through him. And Aoyama does not know this and tries to kill him. <laughs> because he <laughs> full on shoots it a laser through that. Yeah.
2: That's
0: murder. Uh, and that same with Ashindo, she shoots acid. And Zero just like shoots like a single tape. It's like, what would that do <laughs> to his head? Like, really? But the first step is to take out the long distance fighters. Because but uh I, I keep wanting to call by his hero name, but not Sasuke says his quirk is not something you should be jealous of. Uh and then he punches the close up school oh no, sorry, I think he went to the long distance fighters and punched yeah. them in the stomach. And he was scouted and worked with a certain hero and then uh Miro power poses. <laughs> because, or like JoJo poses. He's like paying and it's like I still have my pants. <laughs> uh Kavinari and Jiro, they're tied up together. Where did he get the rope? It's just like that was weird. And it's a good way to stop Kabinari from electrocuting people cuz he would hurt Jiro if he did. Yeah. And Nero is close to closest to being number 1 even for the pros. I feel like Endeavor might disagree with that. <laughs>
1: We'll see, <laughs> yeah, well, at least's got a lot more personality than endeavor does. It's, it's
0: more likable for sure, but things yeah. like, that, that' again, like how do you grade that like i like i don't, I don't get know
1: it. I feel I feel like they probably send out like surveys or something like if they like the news and like other entertainment organizations probably like do random surveys and be like, oh, you know, we pulled a thousand people, and these were the top five heroes in uh you know, whatever rank, because I remember Gang Orca was just, like, you know, top, like, five heroes that looked like villains, and he was, like, in the <laughs> top ranking for that one. Yeah. So I feel like they do dumb polls like that just to find out, like, you know, which heroes rank uh, where with the public.
0: Yeah, cause I guess people are tempted... It's tempting to think of it as, like, power levels, but yeah. it's not really, even though it kind of is. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, like, seems like a mix between, like, power and popularity. Kind of like with the... It's almost like the politicians we have, like in the real world, where they're like, a lot of people seem to kind of vote for them based on, you know, charisma rather than like sound policies and everything.
0: It, yep, yeah, it's an interesting world out there right now, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. And we go to the break, and we have uh, Kamenari and Jiro's both get their info cards. I remember Kamenari likes hamburgers and Jiro like, something I forget. (laughs) Maybe I'll edit that in if I remember. (laughs) And uh, he gets half of them out in an instant, and Todoroki's not participating because he didn't get his provisional license, and I wonder if Todoroki could even take him out. And
1: Ooh, that would actually be, like, an interesting fight, because usually fights, like, defensively, like, putting up the ice wall and things to block them, but Mirio would probably just be able to flow right through it, so...
0: And even if you froze him, he could just phase through. Yeah. Fire might be harder, because he would... You can, like... I think Mirio still has to think about which one he's phasing, so you could fake him out and, like, literally burn him. Yeah. But even then, he could just go underground. Like, yeah, it's just, like...
1: That's a fight I'd like to see. I hope we get something like that in the future because I want to see how their quirks kind of go head to head, but it'd be spoilers. interesting. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, with spoilers, <laughs> yes, yeah, it would be interesting to see that. And uh, uh, he confuses them because he, he they're like, why can he slip through and warp? And I just, I just wrote down, his muscles are so cool. <laughs> like, it just has like bunch of like yeah. balls on him. He's like yeah. overly muscular. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I actually tweeted about this yesterday. I'm like, I get that they're high schoolers, and you know, a lot of them like probably have to do a lot of like physical activity to like maintain their quirks and everything. But all of them seem like ridiculously jacked for high schoolers. Like they have like so many muscles.
0: And Miro's like 17 or something.
1: Yeah. I think he's, like, 18 or s- above, but, like, even then, I'm just, like, looking at him, like, okay, he's got muscles on his muscles. <laughs> at this point, that just seems a little ridiculous to me.
0: Yeah, it's a bit extreme, but. <laughs> and Habushiki is just, like, thinking against a wall. He's, like, when you, because th- they were, like, so impressed by his quirk. I like, look, like, he's unrivaled, but it just reveals that their power level is below 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I make Dragon Ball jokes even though I've literally only read the first volume of Dragon Ball. So, again, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and or, it's it's just like how an ordinary person can't tell what makes a pro boxer good. He's like, oh, he's amazing, but there's actually, like, so many steps and, like, thinking behind what he does. It's the result of hard work. And Deku realizes he's either slipping to warp or warping to slip. We just need to figure out the trick. Deku kind of has the logic, if he can touch us, then we should be able to touch him. And Mirio does a scary face. He's like, he looks, a, he looks kind of villainous there He's like the shading yeah. of his muscles. I'm just like, oh, okay Miro, <laughs> calm down with the scary tintin. <laughs> uh, and Kirishima notices the same thing as Ochiko that after house arrest, Deku is trying a lot harder. And uh, Miro kind of does like a challenge. He's like, then come and try to figure it out. And Deku realizes that he's going to come from behind, because he is literally using the same trick twice. Yeah. And attacking from the back, and also attacking the person who seems to have figured it out the most as well.
2: Yeah.
0: And he pops up posing, and he uses an ultimate move. So that's, again, ultimate moves are very useful. And Deku kicks through his arm, and he tries to distract him by jabbing him in the eye so Deku blinks. But instead he spins in midair, which I'm not sure is actually possible, and punches Deku in the stomach.
1: I was honestly thinking when he was doing the eye thing, I'm like, if, what if he actually did that to, like, a villain and he, like, solidified his eye oh. and inside their eye? I'm like, would it merge together, or would he just, like, explode, like, whoever's head he did that to?
0: I think it would be the same thing as when he goes into the ground, it would just pop out.
1: Yeah, might, yeah.
0: I think he might fly away from them, maybe?
1: Yeah, uh, because his arm would probably get repelled out, and, like, he'd just rip out anything that comes with it, maybe?
0: Maybe? I don't know if he can. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he could grab things.
1: Yeah, I, like, I don't think I don't think we're ever going to get, like, that dark into seeing how quirks do stuff like that, but yeah. I can't help but, like, wonder when I see this, like, how it would actually work.
0: Because we, like, we go into detail about his quirk more later, and, like, yeah. in this episode, and it makes me want, and, like, even some of it, I'm like, if you're going to go that detailed about that, then how does Invisible Girl make sense? Yeah, yeah. But well, we'll get, well, I'll, when we get there, I'll do my little rant. <laughs> oh, that's a ranting. <laughs> and he talks about how he trained to go after the ones who counterattack. And he takes out Kirishima, who's not smart enough to harden his goddamn stomach. But maybe he did and he's like stronger than his hardening. But like, seriously, he's punching your mite in the stomach. Harden your stomach. And I think he karate chops the girls' stomachs instead of punching them. I'm not sure though. And he then does the power pose again. And uh, Nijiri is saying that he got power, he got stronger, and uh, black hair because I didn't want to write out his whole name because I just think of his hero name. Reveals that they knew each other since they were kids and that he's always been strong and he just needs to learn to hold back. And Biro <laughs> tried to make it so they wouldn't see his dick, <laughs> 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 which is very nice of him. Yeah. He, he apologizes to the girls.
1: Well, he's already scarred some of them, so I think it's a little bit too late for that. Yeah, but.
0: Too, too late. Uh, and Deku's like, we got punched in the stomach. We didn't really learn anything there. And they all say, like, his quirk is unfairly strong. And they wonder if he's a hybrid like Todoroki is. And he says, no, I only have one quirk. And Deku was surprised, even though he figured it out earlier. But I wonder if he thinks it's a reference to All for One. Maybe? It's what maybe why he blinked at it? Cause he's, like uh, seemed like shocked.
1: Maybe, Yeah.
0: But I don't know. And Nejiuri just like appears as if summoned, and she's like, I wanna talk about Miro's Court." She's like, <laughs> okay. And it's, <laughs> sorry. And it's permeation. Uh, warp was a form of that, and then she selfs, cause Miro's like, actually no, I wanna talk about it. And Deku is taking mental notes on his palm. <laughs> <laughs> which is
1: so cute! Yeah, that was adorable.
0: Yeah, and he says, like, if he activates his quirk on his whole body, then he can slip through anything, even the ground. So I was thinking, like, how far would he fall? Like,
2: I would don't he
1: know, like, through, from, yeah. yeah, from the illustration, it seems like if he kept it activated, like, he'd just keep sinking and sinking until he went, like, as far down as he could before he ran out of oxygen. So I'm oh, assuming.
0: true! He is limited by that.
1: Yeah, so he probably can only go down as far as oxygen, like, lets him before he have to, like, repel himself out from wherever he was.
0: And I wonder, like, the deeper you go, do you get flung higher up?
1: That's a good question. Like, we have to yeah. think about that. Would it be, like, an elastic band? Like, the farther you zip it back, the more powerful you get, like, flung out. That's a good question. Yeah.
0: And when he releases the Quirk, he gets repelled upwards. He can aim it, so he can, like, that's how he's able to go towards the back. And as you know, out, it's like a buggy game. You can avoid all attacks and move where you like in an instant. And he's like, no, I made it a strong Cork." And then he talks about how he can't take take in oxygen his lung, yeah, sorry. And he talks about how he can't take oxygen into his lungs, and same with vibrations, he can't hear, see, or feel, or breathe. And it's like... And the one thing I don't get is he talks about the light goes through his retinas. So doesn't that mean that Hagagura also shouldn't be able to see?
1: I don't know, cause I think her core uh, her quirk comes down to, like, she's basically, like, refla- refracting light around herself, so maybe she lets enough come through that she can see it, uh, through her eyelids, and she just, like, you know, ref- refracts everything else so she becomes invisible, but, like, I don't think he's really fully kind of explained how exactly no, uh-uh. her quirk works.
0: I'm just, I'm just waiting for that. I want Hagagura the Origins, or Toru the Origins. Yeah, exactly. Is it, I don't want, I don't want to reveal her powers. she's just like, I'm the traitor, and this is how I'm actually even doing it. <laughs> I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, sounds, even though, like,
1: ugh. Yeah, it seems like the most obvious one. And at the same time, it's like, okay, that would be, like, the best thing, and also the worst thing, because it seems like she's the most obvious choice for the traitor, but. Right now, kind of just waiting to see if we learn more about her before we get mm-hmm. any kind of reveal on that. Yeah. And I just want to drop in a quick thing, noting that, uh, this is, I was thinking about this yesterday and watching with, like, uh, Muriel's line about, you know, my quirk wasn't strong, I made it strong. It reminds me of, a Crocodile from One Piece where he said the same ah. thing with Devil Fruits where he's like, you know, uh, Devil Fruit users, some of them are just content with having their powers and they never bother trying to master it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, uh, even the weakest of the powers can be powerful if someone took the time to like, understand how it works. Mm-hmm. So i kind of like to see more of that, you know, uh, someone with like a seemingly useless quirk actually being really strong because they managed to like train it or figure out a way to use it that no one else thought of.
0: Yeah. That's, that's cool. I definitely want to see that as well. Oh, he's naked. He's falling naked in sparkles. And I was like, why are there sparkles? <laughs> and he has to think about every step when he goes through a wall. It's like a three-step process, that's something. And it wouldn't be easy to do if you're in a rush. And... Oh, he ended up falling dead to to dead last just because he couldn't figure it out, and, like, it was so complicated. Started from the bottom now, here <laughs> Because he reached the top with this quirk because he couldn't stay behind. And it... His scars on him and also, like, his kind of thinking makes me think of Deku about how I have to go further than everybody else. I have to, like, put in so much more work. He talks about predictions. He has to think faster than those around him. And I love that he isn't just a dumb jock. He's actually really smart.
2: Yeah. Which
0: is, like, my favorite. And he's also got to be tricky. Heads, yeah. the weird face popping which i guess is tricky as close to pranking so
2: whatever
1: <laughs> when he's talking about like how you know has to make go through that mental process of thinking about how his quirk works i'm just thinking like how many thousands of times must you have practiced like phasing through things to get to the point where he basically just operates on instinct and he's able to do this without having to go through the to like the entire thought process and i'm like that's actually like really damn impressive
0: yeah and the thing is, is that like it's not like he can't breathe if he like faces his hand, he can still breathe. It's yeah. just like him. yeah, I guess that part kinda of confused me because it made it sound like it was always, but just like when he goes down. Uh I lost where we were. Uh and he decided to show them through experience rather than words his power level because during the not internship but work experience, you're treated as sidekicks and fellow pros Oh, pre- fellow pros not sidekick. Or I don't know. I wrote down both, so I'm not sure
1: which one it is. Yeah, and I think it's kind of like he's saying it's a combination of both. Like you're more a uh, sidekick fellow pro. Dep- I think it depends on your skill level. Like they might treat you more like a sidekick depending on how powerful you are or a fellow pro if you have, if you can prove yourself. Mm-hmm. So probably probably be rank up through whatever training you go through until you stand side by side with the others.
0: And also that it's gonna be a scary experience that you may watch people die and there's stuff that you can't get at school. Hopefully you'll like the reason is that you might like you might get there too late to save somebody because you weren't there in time. And you change that experience into power and then you take the top spot and everyone's clapping, they're very impressed, Eku's inspired, and Momo throws some shade saying, I can't believe he put us through this through this when he could have explained it in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's actually like, oh, it's so nice that he, like, actually gave us that experience. But also it's like, Miro, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Jiro and Kaminari are both like, oh, yeah, we really were just treated as, like, we were put in danger. Yeah. And I want to know where Kaminari interned at. It was probably a power plant or something.
2: <laughs> and
1: Didn't we find out? I thought we, uh Kaminari, oh, no, Kaminari, I thought I was thinking of uh Hiroshima for a second. <laughs> yeah, we don't know where Kaminari interned.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm curious to know. I lost where we
2: were.
0: Oh, they came to UA because they wanted to be pros, and Aoyama poses as like, c'est la vie. <laughs> and Tokoyami says, all we can do is go up. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> and Koda says, plus ultra! I love anytime Koda talks, because I love him.
2: Yeah.
0: And Tokoyami, or wait, Todoroki is worried he'll get left behind. I had to, like, take a moment where I was like, wait, don't have two T names. Like, T-O, Todoroki, Tokoyami. I'm a simple person. I'm bad at names. And I I just wrote here, Miro walks like a nerd. Because yeah. he does, like, the whole arm swinging all
1: the way up. Yeah, he's got such an odd walk. I was just mesmerized by watching the anime, and I'm like, all right, I need to see this.
0: Yeah. Uh and their, the other students were grateful that Miro did all the work they didn't have to do much and also kind of talk, I think I might have said it earlier, but he's very like Deku a quirk that could harm you or hinder you and you make it your own anyways which is kind of cool mm-hmm. and not just someone who's strong at the top, someone who worked it hard to make it there and is kind of teasing him being like, oh you could have seriously hurt somebody and he's just like, I was so close to the seeing my <laughs> willy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he points that he said that Deku was interesting because he figured out he'd attack from the back and he said that someone Sir would like. Season four hype. Yeah. <laughs> and Bakugo is screaming for trash Edminta <laughs> uh, has way too much trash. The bag yeah, is enough. Oh my
1: god, like what is he hiding in that bag? Like the, the trash bag is almost the same size as he is and that just like is kind of disgusting and I just don't want to know, like, what he does in his creepy little room.
0: Well, he we can just jump in the bag, and then we can throw him out. <laughs> That's why I said on Twitter, it's the opposite size of him, because I was saying, put him in the trash bag, and then we can get Shiro yeah. instead. We can put holes in the trash bag, he can live. He just doesn't have to be a UA.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, and I was just kind of confused, because didn't Deku just do the trash yesterday? So why did I still... Have, maybe he did the girl's trash, and now this is the guy trash? Maybe. I don't get that much trash in one day. I need to do my garbage <laughs> right now. I'm looking at it. It's garbage day. Or actually, I don't know what. To, I don't know it's garbage or recycling. I need to check. <laughs> Wherever you are in the world, check to see if it's garbage day. That's the lesson of this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, this is me fillering until I find where I was. And the girls are having a talk session, and Momo has her hair down, it's very pretty, and she says, I guess we just have to wait for Aizawa to give us the go-ahead, because they're still having a faculty meeting to decide if the first years will even get to do work experience, and also how to handle the media. Interesting. And Deku still, and also just because the villains will probably attack them, because that's what tends to happen. And Deku still has an arm brace, which I think is like a good detail. And I want all of his All Might merch. Cause I don't think we have- <laughs> There's an All Might pop figurine. We don't have an actual like All Might figurine. No, I,
1: think I don't think so. so. I think if they actually put out like a really good figurine, even if it's like $100 or so, I might just slurge Same. and get it cause I would love to have an All Might figurine.
0: I have one of the pop figurines and I like broke cause his hair bang thingies, one of them like, oh. fell off but I like hot glued it back on. <laughs> So, All Might is still alive, uh, but we'll see. He's in, like, a... He's in a bad place. in a bad place because he, he could fall over pretty of easily. I'm sorry, All Might. I failed you. And he call, calls Gran Torino, who tries to do, like, the old man act again, being like, oh, who are you again? And he has a phone that says Shiwa Shiwa, which I feel like is a pun, because that means rin- Shiwa Shiwa means wrinkle. So it maybe it's just, like, a joke on him being old?
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know. I, don't know I, don't, <laughs> I, don't I know love
1: Gran Torino so much. She's one of my favorite characters.
0: Six, is he supposed to be named after, like, movie Gran Torino?
1: Oh, man. Maybe might it might be because of, like, the Clint Eastwood thing. Because this is the thing. Like, when the flashbacks when we see him, he seems like the size of a regular person. I know this is probably just, like, a gag they do in, like, manga in general. But he's shrunk to, like, midget size in, like, a few years. And I'm like, what the hell happened to him? It's like they chopped out half his bones and, like, stuck them back together as half a person.
0: <laughs> uh, it was a bone-stealing court. Yeah. I was like, whenever you reach old age, they like, yeah, old age. Yeah, just collapse.
1: Come.
0: I guess it's just, like, a joke in Japan that old people are short. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Deku kind of awkwardly asked, are you taking anybody for the work-study? Could it be me, please? <laughs> He's like, no, I'm taking Todoroki. <laughs> He's like, that was sad. And Grant Torino's upset that he just ignored him, his awesome joke. And he's like, oh, do you think you're a big shot now? And I'm working on something else. I can't take you. You're a useless success. Oh, yeah, you're a useless. Yeah, I can't talk. You're a useless successor who didn't get any other offers. And you made the power your own. And this is, the, oh, sorry, Deku flashbacking to the back of the fight, being like, I made the power my own, but still not good enough. So he still needs to go beyond Plus Ultra. And he tries to kind of sound cool. He's like, oh, I still want to do everything to become number one because I'm a useless successor. Useless, useless successor is hard to say. <laughs> okay. He still wants to do everything to become number one because he's a useless successor. And he stops, and he needs to stop trying to sound cool. And Greg Torito says, All Might has connections. You should ask him. He's committed to teaching you. And I feel like that's nepotism.
1: Yeah, that thing. seems like it is a little bit. But as his deck is just calling up a hero organization, like, hey, this is All Might's uh, little successor. You know, I was just wondering if I could, uh, you know, just intern here. You know, just saying All Might's successor.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: just throw that around. But he actually can't let people know that. So it's this weird thing that I guess All Might can't push him too much because it would be like, why are you pushing just the student?
2: Yeah, exactly. And
0: he mentions that, oh, why don't you inter or? sorry, why don't you work study with uh, All Might's sidekick? And Deku's like, because <laughs> we didn't till now, we didn't know that. So more and more is being revealed. And then we meet Bubble Girl, who's created from a design your own hero competition. She has under boob, she's blue, and she has a zipper to reveal her boobs for no reason.
2: Yeah, well.
1: honestly, like I'm not saying Hori just. You know, picked that design because of how she looks, but I'm saying he picked that design because of how she looks.
0: Yeah, it's just like, it's so. <laughs>
1: I mean, like, so it's not the thing of, like, okay, it's like, oh, I don't like, like, characters being sexy or anything, but hers just looks really, really awkward. Yeah. Like, there's like, no reason yeah. for her to be yeah. dressed the way she is. Like, even if her powers is like, oh, you know, it's like uh, Midnights or Momos where, like, her powers have to, like, come through. Her skin? Like, I'm like, okay, you could still design a costume that doesn't look that awkward.
0: Yeah, just have all of her arms free. There. Like, why? I don't... Ugh. It just annoys me. The zipper is what really pisses me off. Because yeah. I'm like, in what circumstance am I going to go, big bubble? Like, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, no. I'm just tired. And she says, yeah. she calls Sir Dull and there's news, and Sir is, like, so long and, like, skinny and gangly, and I, oh, no, wait, I think it's a bit later, but I honestly thought, in the in the manga, I didn't realize he had blonde hair, like, he had black hair with blonde streaks. I thought that was just the shine of his hair all the time. Yeah. But apparently he has blonde streaks and blonde eyebrows, which is weird, like, with black hair, but.
1: I'm just trying to imagine that in my head right now. It just looks really, really weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, and he says, report energetically in one breath, and I would not be able to do that. I would just be, like, stumbling over my words the entire time. And we learn that Overhaul is on the move, and he's meeting with Shigaraki and Dobby at a temporary base, not the real one, at least they're kind of competent. Overhaul is worried that he'll get sick, and I, I, I do kind of like his voice. I know some people have it talking about his, like, character design, yeah. but I, it's, like, I think we'll probably change it a bit for season four and make him like a lot more intimidating. Right now, it's just kind of like, he's like, I haven't really done anything yet besides doing <laughs> like scary stuff like cars. But we'll see. And I love Dabi's response. Don't worry, the guys inside have been sick for a while. <laughs> a great line. And uh, the one thing that annoys me is they're like, oh, the shy Sakai are on the move. And it's like, why are you using the Japanese name? Yeah. I forget, did they do that in the manga, too?
1: I'd have to go back and look at the chapter. I'm not sure.
0: I should have checked because I think about it being like the eight precipits or something. Basically, it's like the eight sins or something. Yeah, the eight
1: precepts or something was like their official uh, translated name, I think.
0: Yeah, just like just call it that because I cannot yeah. type Shihasakai. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I am just bad at spelling in names, and I need. I'm sorry for being weird about Japanese, but I'll get better about it. But that's hard to spell. And his hair stuff, his hair looks weird. Started <laughs> going through my notes. And, okay, we see Shigaraki, and every time we see him, I'm just reminded that his hands have nothing to do with his goddamn cork. So yeah, like, um, all- why do you have those hands?
1: <laughs> i always wondered, like, is that just, like, all the people he's killed, and he's, like, preserved their hands, and he's, like, stuck it onto his face? Me? Or is it just some random thing he's just, like, you know, decided, no, nope, this is gonna be my thing. He's, <laughs> just like, the just hands them <laughs> everywhere.
0: <laughs> I don't know, i like, why? And, uh, he's, and he's like, oh, you brought a big fish, huh? And one step closer... <laughs> That's not what Shigaraki sounds like. <laughs> you brought a... I, I don't know what, he has a scary voice. Just imagine that in a scary voice. <laughs> and this is kind of Deku thinking himself, one step closer to becoming heroes means the villains are one step closer as well. And the one entrusted to be the successor and the one entrusted to be re- and released into the wild will meet in the not-so-distant future. Dun, 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 dun. And Okay, I'll talk about that in the spoiler thing because that's not really true. And yeah. season four confirmed. Yay! <laughs> okay, and now for the spoiler section. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. If you do not wish to be spoiled and you're anime only, please stop the podcast uh, now. Do you have anything you... Spoilers that you want to talk about?
1: Uh, not much. I forgot that Mirio totally loses his quirk, uh, during the <laughs> yeah. overall arc. I'm just like, oh man, we won't get to see him fight, uh, anyone else anymore. It's gonna make me sad that. now.
0: And, like, seeing survey made be sad too. Okay, I wonder, when she said that there was a student who quit, was that yeah. Gentle?
1: Oh, maybe. Like, I don't know. Which, how long ago did Gentle go to the school? Because he seems like he's. I don't know what his exact age is. I thought he was like in his forties or something, so it seems like he's not that old.
0: I think he was twenty six or
1: something. Oh wow, he didn't look like he was twenty six. Yeah, I don't know. It depends, like I wonder if that's something that would have kinda like hung around the school and like just everyone knew that you know about him, but Oh he's he's thirty two. He's
0: thirty two. And the thing is, well, we don't know if he went to UA. We just know he got kicked out of his high school. Yeah. So I feel like I that's him, or it's going to get... I feel like it's going to come up later. Yeah. But I'm well, not This is sure.
1: actually something I was wondering, like, watching through this episode. Like, because in the Deku versus Bakugo fight, I know some people on uh, Twitter are getting mad at me for saying that, you know, like, Deku shouldn't have really kind of engaged Bakugo in kind of fighting because it's such an unhealthy way for him to kind of take out his anger and like rage at you know what happened with All Might Mm -hmm. and I totally get that you know right now that's the only way Bakugo kind of knows how to deal with like his emotional issues is just kind of like punch it out and you know just have explosive outbursts but this makes me wonder like is Horikoshi actually going to address kind of like the state of like mental health and how being a hero kind of affects them because, um what's his face, uh, Mirio and the others are talking about it, you know, this art that being a hero isn't easy. You're going to see, like, you know, a lot of disturbing stuff. You'll see people dying in front of you. You know, there'll be people you can't save. And I feel like that's got to be, like, you know, the first responders in the new, in the real world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how they suffer through, like, PTSD and things. So is that going to be something that we see Horikoshi actually addressing? Is, like, how do heroes deal with stuff like that? Because I feel like that would be an interesting kind of concept to explore. You know, how do you, do you deal with, you know like, the emotional issues of being a hero? Because he's kind of covered the other sides of, like, you know, all the, like, you know, what how do you become a hero? What does it take to be number one? Sponsorships and all that. So I kind of like to see, like, the other side of it, if we ever get into that.
0: Yeah, because Moragoshi seems very, like, touch and go. Like, sometimes he's really good with mental health stuff. Yeah. But then other times it's kind of like what is this? But to be fair, like the Bakugo fight, he like eat Deku could not have had a conversation with him then. Yeah. Like he he just couldn't. Yeah. Bakugo's not in the right spot for it. And yeah. like I think like Bakugo I feel like he's slowly getting better, and I guess I just get annoyed that it's taking so long, but it's only been a year in Universe. Yeah. But still, like, take Haiku, Tsukishima, was introduced as being like a guy who's like Gets on everybody's nerves. And he's kind of like, I don't want to say a shitty person, but he wasn't that bad. Yeah. But like that, you can have a person be an asshole and not have them. Their first introduction, having them tell the main character to kill themselves. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if
1: like Hori went thought he went like too far with his initial introduction. He was like okay, this kid went like too far to the extreme and I need to dial it back. But you know, like honestly, like, I have. A lot of problems with just the Deku-Bakugo relationship because of personal stuff. And I know a good friend of ours, Simply Scarlet, on Twitter has, like, the same kind of issues with how the relationship plays out. So on the one hand, I'm like, I understand why he's going this direction with the story. And, like, that's the way he set it out. And everything that they do, like, works within... Like all the situations he puts them in, but it's just reading and I'm like, I don't really care for this kind of stuff. So whenever I see it, it kind of a lot of conflicted feelings for me. So I guess yeah. it's something I just kind of have to, you know, kind of just get used to as the series goes on.
0: I have, I kind of believe that like Horikoshi, like I can see, you can kind of see the like through line of Bakugo's character. Like, yeah. I think you're. I don't think you're supposed to think Bakugo's right. Yeah. So I think, like, that's good. So I guess, like, I kind of do have faith. I know, like, it sucks to hear, like, oh, you gotta wait and see what happens. But that's really, like, Bakugo is, like, a long game character development. Yeah. And it's, but also, like, he didn't have to start so bad. Along the way, there's been some bumps, but that's just, like, it's not interesting if he's just, like, all of a sudden wakes up and is like, oh, I'm a nice person now. That's not good storytelling. Yeah. But then it's still like it's it's just aggravating and also like I completely understand it. But we do need to move on to the manga segment because we got half an hour before I gotta go.
1: <laughs> All right, sounds good.
0: <laughs> Sorry. This is my hero, and this is the manga segment. We're gonna talk about number. ah, I almost said num- chapter number two, <laughs> chapter two hundred. And I just love like Deku's doing the two pose, yeah. and Bakugo's just doing like. <laughs> A snarl? <laughs>
2: it's like, yeah.
0: okay. And it's called Clever Commander. D-d-d-d-d. I like that he didn't do another, like, oh, we reached the 200s now. Because it's chapter 100. I think, no, chapter 99 was leaving this. I, I forget. He, like, referenced it. Yeah. And Mum was like, oh, no! Oh, the mushrooms are going on her. <laughs> and <laughs> I guess, I, I said we would get an ass shot. And we do get, like, a weird peanut-shaped silhouette for, uh, Toru, which doesn't yeah. look like how... When she's wearing clothes.
1: Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't look the same as she does now.
0: Yeah. And she says, ah, they're totally revealing my curves! How embarrassing! It's <laughs> like, what is that? Like, she looks like a snowman, like the <laughs> outline we get there. I'm like, what is what is she actually? It's God. weird. And... Uh, Tokoyami's saying, these fungi are spreading across the entire area, and Kuru, oh, Kuru has vanished from sight, and there's mushrooms! Mm, let's see what mushrooms. Stuffed mushrooms are really good. And we're listing out the names. Blackwood Cauliflower Shroom. Cauliflower's gross. Yellow Night Shroom. Enioki Shroom. Inky Cap Shroom. And her, uh, we meet Kinko Komari, I forgot her name, and her quirk is Mushroom. Oh, and she's like, has like a gas gun. And she's saying, Grow, grow, cover the earth with me! They <laughs> <We> get shroomtastic. <laughs> it's like, what? and she's, uh, the spores shoot from her body and instantly grow into fields of mushrooms. They spread and grow faster in humid conditions. And her hero name is Shemage? Snee Mage?
1: She-Mage, I think it is.
0: Oh, She-Mage. That's cool. I I don't like her. I wonder, does she need the gun? Does the gun just help shoot the spores better?
1: No, it might be that. It might also be maybe it's for the humidifier. Like She might uh, spray out moisture to help the uh, mushrooms grow better.
0: You're right, she has two humidifiers in her hand. I can feel it. That's amazing. Uh, the know is like, even sprouting out of people's bodies? How freaky. Welding guy says, her mushrooms all vanish after two or three hours, so she's not that scary. It's why she gives... It's why she goes for the buckshot approach, so going, like, a whole bunch of stuff at once. And we see an evil black mushroom. Oh, and I forgot to say she's Toadette from uh, Super Mario. So, Bowsette, (laughs) watch out, we have She-Mage here instead. (laughs) The evil mushroom laughs. Plan A involves you, and then this is uh, Kendo talking. Plan, plan, Plan A involves you hijacking Dark Shadow for a sneak attack and we rewind it again, his name is Vanta Black. Uh, and she says, they will definitely send Dark Shadow to hunt us down on their first move. It's a strong, low-key risk. They don't know that Dark Shadow can be manipulated, so hurry up and capture somebody. And I just love that the sound effect is <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, please listen to her. <laughs> uh, and Yero uh, complains, you make it sound simple. What if I fail? What kind of risk am I taking? And I love the up close shot of her, where she's like,
2: yeah.
0: once they come face to face with you, they'll use light attacks. That light will tell Usri exactly where you're at. And Dark Shadow won't be much of an asset if the area is all lit up. Smart, smart, smart. And even if you can't pull it off, Kuroiro, we'll be ready to close in. I'm counting on you, Kinko and Fukidashi. Kinko. Here goes, please B- <laughs> Kinoki?
1: Kinoko, kinoko, I think it's Kinoko. Oh, uh,
0: Kinoko. <laughs>
1: I think Kinko's a completely <laughs> different kind of quirk. <laughs> yes,
0: let's go to Kinko. That's her real quirk. And that makes me wonder, Fukudashi, is that the manga guy?
1: I think that must be. I can't remember who else is on her team. Yeah, because I didn't Oh, know. no, it is, it is. Yeah, I looked at the next page. It is uh, the manga guy. He
0: is about to do it. And... They say a uh, two- t- and Mom was thinking, oh, A two-tiered operation? I should have known. And it just keep popping up. She's like trying to hide from the Mom. <laughs> and she says, Remain calm, everyone. We need to regroup. And we hear, Bam! lamb Um, wham-bam! <laughs> and letters come flying out.
1: And then we hear a wah! And then you see uh, Hagakure just like something's things flying in front of her. she's like, look, what is all that? And then you see a bunch of letters just blocking out, you know, in the middle of the uh, this little industrial area they're in. And it's like, Manga fuk- Fukidashi Quirk Comic. He's got a literal comic page for his head. It says, I'm on top of my game, and his hero name is apparently Comic Man. He's like, I thought it was bam, more like kerboosh, made my heart go badum. And he brings onomatopoeia to life.
0: <laughs> uh, it makes me think of, uh, have you watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventures?
1: I have not. I think I read the manga, like, years ago, but I haven't seen the anime. But I've seen, like, enough screen caps from people I know on Twitter to, like, uh, kind of get the gist of it, but...
0: Have you read Part 4 at all, then?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Uh, okay, spoilers for Part 4 JoJo's. <laughs> There's, like, a character who named Koichi who can, like... Do the same thing with sound effects, but it's more oh, like okay. he can say, like, heat, and then, like, sizzle, and then it's like, will burn hot. Oh, okay. of, yeah. But. yeah. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, so then we have, uh, I to be like, even my laser cannot put a dent in these things, and he has beam. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Japanese effects are jime jime, which is humid. And it's like, yes. I was like, why does it say jime jime? And it's like, it's a humidifier, the trees <laughs> are growing out of control. You see pop, pop, pop as more mushrooms just start popping up everywhere. It's like Hagakuri is like, oh, how creepy. (laughs) Our long-range attack boys are in an end or in a bind, huh? And how are they going to deal with these sound effects overseas? (laughs) 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 Just breaking the fourth wall here. It's like, who cares? Look, that wall cut off Yayorozu from the group. We've isolated the brains of the operation.
0: Uh, and I just feel like Caleb, and also, I don't know who the letterer is for yeah. uh, uh, My Hero Academia, but they're probably like, thank you for considering us, but also, what the hell? I wonder <laughs> exactly. if, like, in the, in the volume, if they might make it, like, big English letters? Yeah.
2: But, I don't know.
1: <laughs> and then just like, now to take her down by force, and you see Kendo just jumping down from above Momo. And she screams out shield, he brings out a giant metal shield. He's like, ugh, she crushed my tungsten he- shield so easily. And then you have Itsuka Kendo, quirk, big fist. Her hands can grow huge, and her strength grows just as much. And it's like, hand to hand is my field of expertise, you know? I might actually win. It's like, I'm gonna give, I'm not gonna give you time to think. Nuh-uh. And then she just comes in with her fist and goes, wham, wham, wham.
0: Okay, and they mentioned tungsten here, and I find it kind of funny because it was mentioned in the filler episode when yes. someone's using tungsten, but we haven't seen her use it before. But do you read doc? You re- have you read Doctor Stone?
1: I do. I have to catch up on the manga. I'm a little bit behind, but I have caught up to I think like about at least uh, more, ten chapters behind. I think right now.
0: Okay, because tungsten has come up in the manga, I think,
2: or at oh yeah, nice. yeah. yeah.
1: Because I was just looking it up right now because I think I know where she's going with why she made it, but I'll just wait till the end before I bring that up.
0: Yeah, and like, I it just it just it just makes it just funny crossover between My Hero Academia and uh, Doctor Stone because Caleb yep. translates both. Oh, you can follow Caleb on Twitter at cdcubed, cubed, and he's a translator for My Hero Academia. He's amazing. He does uh kind of analysis and, uh, and he analyzes each chapter and he did... I, I haven't actually read the one this week. Usually I read it, but I haven't read it this time. I'm sure he'll probably reference <laughs> like, my two daggers are converging! <laughs> and now, the end. And uh, there's still like... She's still putting up... T- oh, she keeps making new tungsten shields, and I wonder like, if it's something like that is she is it more complex to think about? Like, does it take more fat to make it?
1: That's a good question, I have to wonder. Like, I don't... Because we don't know if there's like... uh like, a ratio for how much fat she needs to use to, like, make something? Like, is it the same amount to create anything, or she has to use more fat to make, like, more complex stuff? Like, that's something I'd like to find out.
0: Yeah, and we get someone saying, oh, she works the situation to her advantage in no time flat. Oh, this is a tetsu, 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 tetsu talking. Also, last week, Sophie edited out some of my tetsus. I I bought editing this week, so I can keep in the tetsu and then Toko uh Todoroki says not necessarily the best tactic and Tetsu 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 says huh Todoroki goes she isolated Yaoyorozu because she's wary of her. She might have misread things
2: and he's like again
0: and he's just slamming away at the shields, and he's like, Kendo, I we get a little flashback to her saying, Oh, it's Tokuya, uh ah, Todoroki's saying, your quirk and grades no, that... are way <laughs> Sorry, this is Kendo talking. Yeah, I this thought, Kendo, yeah. I thought it was flashbacking way back to when they fought yeah. a razorhead, but Kendo's saying, your quirk and grades are way better than mine, but they still love us together. Honestly, I don't like it. He says again, you're wrong, Kendo. I'm still no more than a fool, an utter novice. And like, we get a close-up shot of her eyes, kind of how we got a close-up shot of Kendo earlier. Yep. And saying, so when you speak as if I am somehow superior, I can't afford to disgrace myself. Momo, pull it together and show her everything you've learned. And Todoroki saying, if they knew the threat Yayorozo possessed, all four of them would have teamed up and crushed her right off the bat. <laughs> because is a challenge. Is Momo Yerazo's field of experience? I wonder what is she going to make—a gun, a nuclear bomb? The like, if she just made the nuke and is like, "What? What How? Try me." <laughs> or if she made like a fake nuke and is like try to convince people it was real. Like, what? Uh, what do you think she's gonna make?
1: Honestly, I think it has to do with the tungsten. I'm trying to like do research on it right now because I thought tungsten was like. Highly volatile and reactive. If you like mix it with a certain uh, element, I'm not sure which one it is, but I wonder if she's gonna try to create like a huge firestorm with the tungsten shields that she's been producing right now.
0: And I think so. Tungsten has like a high melting point, yeah. but actually, that's like she's not trying to melt it. Like I can understand if she was fighting Todoroki. Yeah, but wait, okay, tungsten is brittle. It breaks easily.
1: Yeah, I don't know, like, if this, if she is gonna create, <laughs> unless she's gonna try to, like, if she's gonna create some kind of flame to, like, blast away all the mushrooms, then maybe she's gonna use the tungsten as a shield to, like, shield herself from the flames because it has such a high boiling point.
0: And tungsten what? is, or sorry, it's the heaviest element. Okay, maybe, I think only part of tungsten. I'm gonna think, how, okay, how strong is tungsten? <laughs> I feel like if, if Caleb actually listens to us, I feel like he's screaming at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay, is tungsten... Both titanium and tungsten are harder than precious metals, such as gold and platinum. Okay, tungsten is one of... Tungsten carbide, so, so that's a different than tungsten, It's one of the hardest materials in existence, and it's harder than titanium. So, okay, I guess it's not brittle. That's just, like, a separate part, because I think there's, like, a difference yeah. between tungsten and tungsten... Carbide, which is something that you like combine together. Yeah. I don't know enough about tungsten. Go <laughs> read, go read Doctor Stone. It's
1: yeah, We need someone <laughs> with like a science background on here to explain all of this to us.
0: Um, if only we could find someone who had that. <laughs> That's not referencing anything at all. <laughs> um. But oh, uh, any okay? Any other thoughts on the chapter?
1: No, I'm glad that we're finally getting some uh, Momo focus again. Like, it's been a while since, like, any of the girls in Class 1A have kind of had their chance to shine. So I'm kind of looking forward to, you know, getting to see what Momo pulls out this time. So, yeah, that's about it. I'm looking forward to next week's chapter.
0: I guess I really love, like, seeing the two girls, like, go, like, go at it, and also kind of, like, they're both kind of, like, trying to outthink each other, and we don't yet know what Momo's plan is.
2: Yes.
1: But
0: also, her solution might be handcuffs.
1: Oh, maybe try to, like, tie up Kendo's, uh, fists. Yeah, so yeah. he
0: might capture Kendo, and then the, the, the team has to figure out how to fight without her.
2: Yeah.
0: But... I don't know how, and I wonder, can Kendo only make her hands big? Because, like, or maybe because she'll, like, I don't know, probably.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that's, well, I think we've only seen her make her hands big before. I don't think she can actually grow, like, giant size.
0: Mm-hmm. Because I was thinking, like, if she could make her, like, legs big and she could, like, kick her or something. Yeah. Because I feel like she could probably, probably break out of most cups. But, like, what's, yeah. I, I don't want it to be something where she's like, oh, and I made, like, some weird like chemical and then I just knocked you <laughs> out. I want it to be something where it, like maybe it does involve tungsten or it's like yeah. I'm just gonna trap your legs and then you can't <laughs> do anything because you yeah. rely on your hands too much.
1: But, I do wonder if like Kendo has a limit on how big her hands can grow. Like can she just keep expanding it like infinitely, or is there a certain yeah. size after which she's like, I you know my body can't support this much weight on my hand anymore?
0: Mm. I think she's, she's gone bigger than what she's done right now. Yeah. She's gone yeah. kind of big enough to like grab people before, yeah. I think. Or I think, actually no, she grabbed Mustard in the training arc or whatever. And he's a kid though, so yeah. who knows. But yeah, I'm definitely interested in what's gonna happen next week. I think like this, this one has done a bit better. Like the other one, the other fight, it took a little bit for it actually to get interesting and like the last chapter was the best part.
1: Yeah, and this one's kind of just getting straight into it.
0: It's getting straight into it. And, like, I love that we actually know what Nanga's quirk is now. I don't quite get, like, why he... Maybe he covers up his speech bubble face, so that way, like, you can't tell what letters he'll do out.
1: Oh, yeah, maybe. No, excuse me, is that his actual face, though? Because it seems like he's... Because I'm looking at that panel, and he's going burp, and you can see, like, the burp coming out from the front of wherever he's wearing. Like, is that his actual face? Like, he's just got a comic for a face.
0: I think usually he just has a speech <laughs> bubble for a face. Oh, but maybe, yeah. Maybe, like, I think that's his mask. His oh, face.
1: yeah, that probably makes sense.
0: I don't know how you say manga page, <laughs> but he's managing it. Yeah. But if, overall, I think, like, uh, how would you rank this chapter overall?
1: Oh, I'd say probably, like, 3.5 out of 5. I mean, it was, like, a good chapter, but it felt also... A little bit short. Like we didn't get like too much plot progression apart from, you know, the mushrooms are going anywhere. We've got the start of the Kendo and Momo fights. I'm hoping like next chapter feels a little bit more meaty.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I would give
0: it a four. I think people were saying that in the chapter notes that Horikoshi said about it being shorter than normal. Uh, oh, okay. My page is so sorry. I'll work hard to increase the pace. And it's like, oh, okay, okay, it's okay, Horikoshi. Yeah, but, like, overall, fine. I think, like, I would give it a four, just because I love yeah. the girls getting a chance to really shine. But yeah. also, just thinking, like, the mushroom girl's quirk isn't really hurting them. It's just kind of, like, confusing them. And it, it makes yeah. me think of Hiro, though. It's like, well, what could she do that could make that she could, like, grow mushroom. If she could control where the mushrooms grew, like, on your eyes or something. Yeah. That could be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, either that or maybe she can make, like, you know, harmful mushrooms, like a poisonous mushroom that maybe, like, sprays spores or something. Like a hallucinogenic mushroom that, you know, like, creates illusions or stuff. I feel like there has to be more to it than she can just, like, create a carpet of mushrooms and that's all they do.
0: And I guess, like, if she's hungry or you need a snack, <laughs> she could do that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh And I wonder, like, if Sun Ear was to eat her mushroom, would he, like, get... Would he be able to kind of, like... Because before he ate the the crystal guy, he, like, yeah. had to pick up the crystal parts. Yeah. So I wonder, like, if he could pick up the mushrooms, too. But I think he would just have mushrooms on him. It wouldn't be like he could produce them or anything. Yeah. I forget how... I need to reread the overall
2: <laughs> The overall yeah.
1: Because,
0: like, I've, I think a lot of the stuff I've only read it once.
2: Yeah, So Same I was here. like...
0: And I, ha- I didn't have the podcast to kind of think over everything.
2: <laughs> so now exactly. I'm like,
0: wait, what actually happened? <laughs> so it'll be interesting. And oh, now for, I guess we'll kind of transition into the end segment. This is My Hero Academia. Uh, this has been the My Hero Academia podcast, not the other podcast. Uh, the oh no, not the Macadamia podcast. That's the After Dark podcast. <laughs> and um, oh, but since the anime's over, we'll tr- might do something next week. I know I probably won't be on next week, so it might just be Sophie and Ash if Ash is free. Yeah, we'll I should be. You. I think yeah. but we might try we will probably go back to doing we would talk about the older anime episodes like i think right now we might be on episode four is like where where we might be now i think before we did one and two and then we did three and now i think it's four
2: okay which is nice
0: uh but double check that we'll probably tweet about it or hopefully sophie (laughs) (laughs) because i will be on thanksgiving vacation uh, and uh, you can follow, uh, the podcast on Twitter at, uh, MHA Pod. And you can follow us on Tumblr at Academia podcast. I think we also have a Pinterest as well for MHA Pod. <laughs> so check that out. We also have a website which is really cool, MHApod.com. Check it out. We have some of the doodles. Oh, I need to think of what the doodles should be this week. I can't think of anything. <laughs> and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sniper of My Heart. And where can we find you, Ash?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, KingCocoButter.
0: And <laughs> that's all, folks. Don't forget to go beyond Plus
2: uh, sh- ultra! ultra! This is my hero academia, Soul Ultra. Mangani menus, and more plus ultra.